This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today. play this intro real quick. I love it. to give everyone else a little bit of a minute to hop on in on this live if you're following right now if you're listening in again i'm billy carson aka forbidden knowledge you know the four when you see the four guys it ain't a gang sign it's not some freemason symbol like i see the comments it's four the number four for forbidden knowledge real easy real simple guys don't Sometimes we, we get a little, we go overboard. We got to be careful not to turn into a fanatic, all right? Uh, but anyway, tonight we're going to be talking about Kanye West and cancel culture. Uh, please hit the like button. Please share this video. Please tap on that uh, bell so that you can get notifications when I do go live on this account. This YouTube account primarily is for promoting our TV shows on Forbidden Knowledge TV, our streaming TV network as well as our podcast network, which is not just myself, but uh, Elizabeth Hookstra and several other great podcasters like Roderick Martin. And don't forget, we have amazing podcasts by our psychic. We do have a psychic that comes on and she is absolutely phenomenal. That is usually on Wednesday nights. Okay. So uh, Courtney Kane sides, you don't want to miss her on Wednesday nights. And we're going to add probably a couple of more uh, podcasts to the network as well. But anyway, tonight, you know what the topic is, talking about Kanye West, talking about this cancel culture. 
A lot of people have been sending me messages, DMing me, leaving comments under other posts that have nothing to do with this topic. When I went live the other day, I saw about eight people asking me also in the live and the comment feed. And uh, so I'm just going to chime in and I'm going to give my own take on this uh, subject, you know, and uh, I don't think it's going to be good, bad or indifferent. It's just my personal take on it. And what I think needs to be done right now with people uh, that reach a certain level of status in this world uh, that come from nothing from zero to hero, we have to have our own stuff. That's just the way it is. I mean, we just have to have our own stuff. You know, I, I was going to bring in some images and I'm not going to put images up and articles up from other people's stuff so that nobody can come and try to make a claim and say that, oh, he shouldn't have. He took it from my site or my Instagram. I'm just going to we're just going to talk to him. We're just going to vibe. We know what the topic is. It's about Kanye West and the cancel culture. And uh, the cancel culture in this particular case is not the cancel culture from the culture. You know, it's not the, the, the cancel culture from suburbia. It's the cancel culture from the mainstream we're talking about the the cancer culture coming from the high 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 level elites that's what we're talking about all right and so it's a delicate topic to talk about as you well know because you have to watch your every single word these days because if you say one thing wrong they want to come and they want to cancel you well the good thing about me (laughs) i built all my own platforms so we're looking at the situation here and we see What's going on with uh, Kanye West or Ye West, which, by the way, Ye, Y-E, that means you, okay, in Old English. So what he's saying is you. What he's calling, what that, that's his name. Now, his name is you. You are his name. You. You is his name, uh, which is pretty interesting because when you look in the, um, you know, in the good book, what did they say? What does Jesus say? Jesus says, Ye, Y-E our gods. I think he's making a play kind of like a double entendre on that, uh, which is pretty interesting. First off, I want to talk, say this. I want to make this, this statement. I want to make it very, very clear. I think that Kanye West is an absolute genius. That's my personal opinion. You may agree. You may not agree. In terms of his ability uh, musically, what he's done as an artist, the songs that he's written, the productions that he's put out. Uh, I may not agree with all the lyrics. I'm talking about musically, sonically. Uh, I think that he's a genius. Uh, I don't always agree with everyone's lyrics, but that's just my prerogative. You don't have to agree with everyone's lyrics. But I tell you, the music is sound. The music is absolutely, absolutely incredible. Uh, and also, you know, uh, it takes a genius to create that many hits. You, you're not just going <laughs> to... You have to be a musical genius to create that many hits. I mean, I've put out a ton of songs and uh, I've been on the charts and I've been on Billboard before, but I have not been have not even come close to achieving the level of success uh, that he's achieved musically. Okay, musically. Um, Also, I think, you know, with his capability of putting together these fashion deals and these networking deals, I think he's a genius in networking. I really do. I think he's a genius in networking. He's networked his way to a billion dollar income. Uh, I'm not saying that no hard work came with that. He had to have the vision uh, and he had to build his, uh, you know, build his fan base, which he did. And he turned himself into a billionaire. Well, obviously not anymore, but he had hit that level. And with that level, it's a very rare level that a lot of people 
will never see, even if they worked their entire life until they die, they won't even hit that number cumulatively if you add up all the money that they made. So with that regard, I think that he's an absolute genius. Now, do I agree with his everything that he does in terms of his lifestyle and how he acts out and and all of the talking that he does and all the tweets and things that he makes? No, I don't I don't agree with a lot of that stuff. Um, you know, but you know, every single individual person is its own person. Now we're looking at a situation here where we're in a we're, we're operating in a civilization on this planet where 100 people, 100 people control 8 billion people. Let me say that again. 100 people control 8 billion people. Who are this 100 people? Well, these are the people that pretty much run the world. These are the people that are on the board, the Council Council for Foreign Relations. These are the people that are in the Bilderberg Group. These are the people that are, are the highest level CEOs of some of the largest companies in the world. Uh, and they have sit on the board of many of these fashion companies and so forth. And these companies that are that have canceled uh, Kanye West and they have a lot of power. They make a phone call and things happen almost immediately. And so let we need to let this situation here be an absolute lesson for everyone. OK, so, you know, obviously, uh, Kanye is uh, for whatever reason, he can't stop talking. Uh, he just can't stop talking. And the problem with his talking is he hasn't been able to properly articulate himself. He really he really has never been able to properly articulate himself in a public forum. Now, he's phenomenal on uh, in music. He's phenomenal in, in lyric writing and songwriting. He's phenomenal in style and things like that. But when it comes to articulating his deepest emotion and his deepest feelings, he struggles with that. Now, there's two reasons why he's um, he's speaking a lot. One is his trauma has completely filled up. He's filled with trauma. You know, he's filled with trauma, family issues. Uh, imagine, you know, losing your wife and, and, and not being able to see your kids as you want. First, you used to live in the same house with your kids. And now you, you can't come home and hear your kids call your daddy, scream out, daddy's home. That's trauma in itself. You know, situations with his family, with his mom. It's just a lot of trauma there. And it hasn't been properly dealt with. And not because he probably doesn't want to deal with it, but a lot of people don't even know how to deal with internal trauma. And so what happens is when you, your body fills up like a cup, like a glass of water, and it fills up all the way to the top. And when it reaches the very, very top, that's when the trauma, it spills out into the third dimension. And so the evidence of it is all around. So if, you, if you're in somebody's house, and you walk into their house or you walk into somebody's office and it's an absolute mess, chaos, everything everywhere, garbage hasn't been thrown out, dishes are still piled up in the sink, or office papers are scattered all over the place, all disorganized. That's a sign of the chaos that's inside that person's mind. That's a sign of internal trauma. That person is, is uh, mentally chaotic and they filled up to here. And the chaos has nowhere else to go, so it spills out into the third dimension. And so you can see it. I can look at the surroundings of a person, and I can tell how much tra trauma they have saved up in their body just by looking at their surroundings, their, their personal surroundings. And so what you find here is when you're observing uh, Mr. West, 
in the way that he's acting out a lot with uh, a lot of this speaking out. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying they're luring him in and he can't, he keeps taking the bait. Come on this show, come on that show. Talk about this here, talk about that there. They keep, they know that, that he likes to talk. So they lure him in and then they say something that agitates him because they know he's going to snap because he's not under complete control and he can't see the game being played on him. So once he snaps, then they make him, you know, they just let him, they just let him talk. They make him look like an idiot. Then they all, they'll argue back and forth with him to let him try to, their, their main goal is to let him make an ass of himself over and over again. That's their main goal. And so up to this point, it's worked and it's part of their cancel system. So what they do is the first thing that happens is the phone call goes in. We're going to blacklist this guy. This guy's done, right? Because of what he said or because of what he stands for, or whatever the case may be, whoever it is, too. The next thing that happens is they're going to lure you into a trap. Everybody's going to want to interview you. They're going to even even the black host. They're going to want to interview you. Those interviews are set up interviews to uh, be completely intrusive, uh, non-objective, and also to uh, gaslight you. So they try to gaslight you because that is their actual job. Their job is to get you ticked off, get you emotional, so that you lose control in the frontal lobe. And once you lose control in the frontal lobe, bleh, you start vomiting all over that microphone and saying the most craziest things. Some of the things you probably wouldn't phrase in the way that you would phrase them. And they know this. So this is part of how they then try to expose you as a wild card. And then you just go, you bounce from interview to interview. And then they showcase that over and over again and pour it out to the public. And they try to make you look like a psychopath. But when all they really did was they triggered all your emotions. They're experts at triggering emotions. They're experts at it. That's their job. That's what they do. That's what they do. So we have to understand that, uh, this whole system is set up in a way to literally rip the rug from under you. So Kanye's got, uh, you know, he comes in, he starts off with his music. He does phenomenal there. He gets into style and fashion. He does phenomenal there. Once you get to a certain point in your life financially, you have to make a decision. It's a tough decision to make, but you have to come to a decision. You have to realize uh, especially as a black man in America, you have to realize that you are building your entire wealth, you're building your entire legacy on the platform of other people. And at any given moment, if they decide to, they can press one button and turn you off. Damn a contract. Do you think these people care about contracts? They do not care about a contract. Adidas he thought they wouldn't do anything to him because they had a $300 million debt to pay if they canceled him. Well, guess what? They ate the $300 million. To a corporation like Adidas, $300 million is one bad earnings statement. After that, they bounced right back. Not a big deal. Balenciaga, Gap, you know, all these companies that are uh, Dundada, all this stuff that he's tied into was all put on the backs of other corporations. So the, what we're taking out of this Kanye West thing is this. We cannot continue to consistently put all of our eggs in one basket. You can't do that. You can't keep your eggs in one basket because this is the evidence of what happens. 
the evidence of what happens is whenever they get good and ready, boop, they press the magic button and you're turned off. Now, let's look at some of the uh, I'm not going to repeat repeat his quotes because this video will be deleted instantly. What let's look at some of the lyrics. Uh, I can't even say the lyrics, but let's look at some of the. Um, the people that own the record labels. That he was kind of referring to. And the artists that are rapping on those labels. What are their lyrics about? Their lyrics are about killing, killing each other. Their lyrics are about taking drugs. Their lyrics are about abusing women, beating women, having sex with as many women as they can. The lyrics are completely detrimental to not only the rapper themselves, because words have power, but also detrimental to everyone that's listening to it. Some of these artists have come forward in the past talking about that wasn't the original material that they really wanted to put out, but the label wouldn't release any album. They would be shelved if they wouldn't put out what the record label owners wanted them to put out. So they were forced to put out a whole bunch of garbage. And they still are being forced to put out a whole bunch of garbage by these people that Kanye was referencing. And so it's okay for him to rap about killing another man, a black man. It's okay for him to rap about, uh, if he wanted to, drugs, alcohol, sex with women. It's okay for any other artist to hop on and and rap about and sing about all the things that uh, go on in the ghetto. Uh, even using racial slurs against our own selves, it's okay. It's okay. But as soon as you mention anything about them and all the atrocities that they've actually uh, done on this planet, you're going to get canceled. <laughs> you're going to and see. I know this already. So what have I done? I'm not relying on this platform. I'm not relying on Meta and and Instagram and all the. I'm not relying on those platforms. I I, I came to my understanding a long time ago. Uh, that that was just a a, a a a footstep in one direction to lift me up onto a ladder. Now I'm climbing the ladder on my own. They can turn it off tomorrow. It ain't going to stop my show. It ain't going to, you know why? Because I created all of my own stuff. I created my own TV network. I created my own music. I created my own, uh, uh, I had a video platform, but I didn't like the way it was programmed. So now I have new programs reprogramming the, the video platform. It's similar to like how YouTube is, but but not YouTube, just something a little different. And I'm having it rebuilt and reprogrammed right now to have uh, easier use and better uh, options for monetization. And I have my own social media app as well, Unite the 99, my own social media app. I can't cancel myself. So what people like Kanye West uh, and many others that reach those levels of success, as soon as they get done taking that big step in the right direction, and using those other platforms, because that's all they're there for, to be used. The next step after that is to create everything for yourself. You see, I learned another valuable lesson from watching the whole Kanye West cancellation. I learned that Chase Bank shut down his bank account. And I realized at that, mo- realized at that moment, that's one thing I forgot about. I need to work on creating my own bank. So now I'm going to open my own bank, too. I'm going to have my own bank. So I can lend myself my own money so I can uh, let others have access to banking where they won't be able to get canceled. But more importantly, a bank that I can control where I'm not going to 
cancel my own account. Okay. I'm never going to send myself a cancellation letter and tell myself my, my account's closing down to f- go find, go move somewhere else, which is a big hassle in itself. Right. Um, and so, you know, in, in uh, <laughs> I like what uh, Jamil Edris says. Why is our culture, why is our culture the only one that brings gasoline to our own people's lynching? I don't support a lot of what Kanye has been saying lately, but I'm not trying to help destroy him either. Exactly. I agree with you a thousand percent. A one thousand percent. To be quite honest with you, I haven't seen him say a lot of things that were actually that far off. That's just my personal opinion. He just doesn't know how to articulate it in a very um, politically correct manner. If he knew how to articulate in a politically, politically, politically correct manner, it would have come off a lot different. Maybe the result would have been slightly different. I'm not sure, but I know I could have definitely articulated it if I had to. Uh, he just needs good. He needs good guidance and a mentor when he gets ready to speak. Somebody needs to write him some speeches. Okay, but you see what happens. He is actually now a poster child for uh, the future plans that everyone that is looking to build for themselves, like I'm looking to build for myself a future and a legacy based off my own talents and skills, I'm not relying on everyone else's platform. I'm not relying on it. It's an, it's, this is an education. We're getting an education from an example that's being made. And some people, you know, they say, well, this, is, this was his plan. I don't think this was his plan because he showed up at Skechers, I think it was yesterday, and he tried to do a deal with Skechers. And as soon as he got there, they turned him right away. Again, he ran to the other's platform. This is what I'm saying. So we have to become a lot smarter. We have to learn our lesson from what's going on with this situation. It has to to give us an epiphany and make us realize, okay, wait a minute. Wow. They really are still running and controlling everything we say, touch, feel, see, earn, And at some point, if they get pissed off enough, they can just press a magic button and it all comes to an end. So what Kanye should be doing right now with this 400 million that he has, according to Google. But, you know, Google don't mean crap because Google says I'm 67 years old and I'm not 67 years old. And the more I keep emailing them and telling them to delete that or fix it, they never fix it. So you can't trust Google. So he may not be worth uh, 400 million. I'm 51 years old. Every interview that I've done for the last, I don't know, 10 years. People ask me, the first thing they ask me on these podcasts is, how did you get involved in all of this? And I say, well, in 19, uh, uh, what did I say, in 19, um, 1977, I think it was, I tell them, when, it's when I first saw my first UFO in my backyard. And I tell them that I was seven years old. And I mean, that's common sense. You could just do simple mathematics and figure out what that is. And I think I've probably said that over a thousand times in over a thousand interviews. But for whatever reason... And on my Wikipedia page, it has my all my date of birth and everything. But for whatever reason, I've sent that even even into Google. So you can't trust Google because uh, Google is uh, subject to errors, just like anything else. Anything made by man is corrupted, like Tupac said. Anything that man touches corrupted. But they said four hundred million. Let's say let's say you cut that in half. Let's say it's only two hundred million. That's still a decent number of money to break down, sell some assets. This is my advice to Kanye West. He could take it or he can leave it. But my advice to him is to uh, build his own platforms from this point forward. I mean, and I mean immediately. 
with the network that he has, it wouldn't take much time to find the factory needed, to find the um, the resources needed, uh, the pieces, the material, whatever it is to make whatever clothing, whatever shoes he needs. If I already have created my own clothing line, which I'm getting ready to put out called Esoteric Swag, with a far less budget, lower budget than what he has access to and a far lower network than what he has access to, I'm pretty sure he can get this done. If I can do it in actually one summer, I'm pretty sure he can do it just as fast or not even faster. But he needs to create his own stuff. It doesn't need to have any of the other people involved in it whatsoever. It should be 100% his, 100% his, if he wants to have a couple of partners. But those partners should look like him. They shouldn't look like anybody else. When you are when you start to build your own stuff, you can't complain to anyone. You can only complain to yourself. When things go wrong, when things in my universe go wrong, I just go look in the mirror and I say, damn, what can I do to become better? If things in, in his universe go wrong, he's got to start pointing fingers at people. So we have to use it as a as a learning lesson. And I really think he probably will. The guy's not dumb. I think he'll learn from this and realize, okay, I got to create my own stuff. Let me stop trying to get on their platforms. Let me stop trying to be a part of their companies. Let me stop piggybacking off of their success. They've already made it. Now, what he's already done, he's already built his name. His name is worth money. So what he needs to do now is go ahead and capitalize on his name, capitalize on his talents, and build his own platform from ground up that he controls put together a team of people that look like him that that he so he can't complain about what this happened and what that happened and they and these people from this part of the world and all this kind of stuff control everything and rebuild and build his own shoe line build his own clothing line build his own music distribution label so instead of piggybacking off for of other labels so they can cancel you out like what just happened just go ahead and make your own label and get your own, create your own global distribution. It ain't even that hard these days. I teach artists how to put their music in global distribution all the time. It's 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 a it's a it's a simple phone call. It's a simple text message. I tell them how to send them some links. It's that easy to put your music in global distribution. No need to be a part of this one and that one. I'm not gonna name the companies. No need to be signed with this label and that label. I'm not signed to any labels. I just put my music out, period. I just put my music out under my own record label. Forbidden Knowledge is is its own record label. I used to be Pantheon Elite Records. I changed it to Forbidden Knowledge to keep everything underneath one umbrella. He's put his own music in his own distribution. Forget piggybacking with these other labels. Forget them. They don't care about you. All they care about is how much money you can make by destroying your own people. With lyrics. That's all they care about. The more you can just, more toxic you make them, the more money they make. So remove yourself from that situation and put out the kind of music you really want to put out. I heard Cardi B talking one time on Instagram Live that she doesn't, she, she wants to do different kinds of music, but she's locked in. She can't, she can't say what she wants to say. I heard even the other lady, uh, this other hot girl that's out right now, uh, I'm, you, got, you guys got to, I am 51 now, so I got, <laughs> remember some of these young young artists. But she's the other young popping female artist right now. Um, and she was saying the same thing. She was saying, you know what? There's some stuff I want to say, but like all the lyrics that they keep giving me, 
because she's not writing her lyrics, is all this trash about sex and and ass and all this kind of stuff. And she's tired of it. Megan Thee Stallion, that's what I'm talking about. Megan Thee Stallion. She's tired of it. She don't want to keep rapping these same old songs every time you turn around. F me, lay me out, let me suck it. That's not what she want to do. Now, I heard Megan Thee Stallion go off on a freestyle. That woman is super talented. Probably one of the best MCs I've heard in the last 20 years. Probably one of the best MCs I've heard in the last 20 years on a freestyle. And I'm like, wow, this is real, true talent. But what are they doing? They're pimping her out, giving her these bad lyrics. And she's actually kind of getting fed up with it. But she's got to go with the go with the flow under contract and everything else. So this is a lesson. We have to start making all of our own stuff. Stop giving these people power over us. Stop. Stop giving them your power. Stop giving them all of your energy. They're sitting there like little energy vampires looking for the next talented one. Snatch him up. Snatch her up. Now we got him. Now we're going to pull the strings and make them do whatever we want because we got them on this contract. And then they're, you know, everybody's afraid. Now you got the cancel culture. You can't say anything. You can't do anything. You got to be careful with everything you do, everything you say. You got to watch every word you say because, God forbid, you say one thing about these people, it's a wrap for you and you're done. You're done, right? You're done. And so you got to be careful. And so to avoid having to be walking on eggshells every single day, you know, I got my first YouTube account was was uh, canceled. It was gone. It was deleted. They deleted it. I had about a million subscribers. Can you imagine losing a million subscribers? Then I made another YouTube account, which I made this YouTube account here which uh, it was demonetized for five years. I didn't get paid for five years on the account. They didn't like what my posts were, so I deleted everything, and I reapplied, and I got approved for monetization, which I'm monetized now. And, uh, you know, but, hey, I got on this platform, I got to watch everything I say. I got to be very careful. Got to be very careful. This is why I do things like make my own. So when my video platform relaunches, that's where I'm going to be. Right now, my social media platform is blowing up. I'm not going to suppress any of my content on my own platform. I'm not going to suppress my statements or my words. I'm not going to. I, I say on there, over there, I say whatever I want to say. And guess what? I'm not going to delete it. <laughs> I'm not going to delete myself. This is the lesson we have to learn. It's a hard lesson. We're witnessing what's happening right now with one person. Uh, that has achieved the level of success that he's achieved and hats off to him for doing that. I mean, you're talking about a very small percentage of people will ever get to that status. But we now know, we learned something from this. You have to take every L as not a loss, but an L for learn. How do we all learn from this? How do we all learn? What we learn is this. If we become a billionaire on their platforms, we ain't a billionaire. It's fake. It don't exist. If you become a billionaire based on their platforms, riding their platforms with your content or your tra- your talent or whatever it is you're doing, whatever you're selling or whatever it is, if you're on their platform and that's how you hit the billy club, it does, it's really it's really just a um, 
smoke screen and mirror. It really doesn't exist. You got a small, what you could say is you have a small, no interest loan for a little bit of time because whenever they get ready, boop, they turn you right off. Like they turn off a light switch. Again, guys, I can't drill this in enough. It's time for us to stop playing these kind of games. This app I have has been out for social media now for almost two years. And it's growing at a pretty decent pace. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's growing at a pretty decent pace. And I'm about to put some marketing dollars behind it to help it grow even faster. But I went to some big accounts that know me personally, you know, online, and told them, hey, you, you know, because they had been complaining about getting suppressed, getting oppressed, getting stuff deleted, algorithms and all this. I said, hey, put, a stuff, put yourself on my platform, man. I'm not going to delete. I'll give you a verified blue check the first day. You can go live. You can do whatever you want. Nothing's going to happen to you. I think maybe three or four people out of maybe, I don't know, three or four dozen uh, even signed up for the account. And then out of those people, only one person uh, posted a few times and haven't posted ever since. And now it's still on the other the others platform complaining two days ago, complaining again because their post was uh, was fact checked and all this other kind of crazy stuff. You see. So we have to stop playing the game. People like Kanye with with super genius powers. He needs to stop playing their game. He needs to stop playing their game. He needs to figure this out. The answer to these problems, the answer to all these woes, the answer to not having to have all this extra trauma added to your life and having to deal with all this stuff is to just make your own. And when you do that, nobody can stop you. I didn't like what was on TV. I made my own streaming TV network. I didn't like what was on the radio. I made my own music. Period. That's how you do it. I didn't like the way the social media apps were treating me. I remember they deleted forbidden knowledge on Instagram when it hit 950,000 right before I got to a million. It took me a week of going back and forth with these people until finally someone realized that what they had did was illegal based on their terms, their own terms and conditions. And I had the basis for a really big lawsuit, which could have went public. And they turned it back on. But that, again, was another eye opener for me. That, again, was a realization for me like, oh, shoot, I really need to turn this thing. I need to turn it on ASAP, which I did and started building. Well, we have to stop. We have to learn our lessons. A Kanye West lesson is a big lesson to learn, not just for him, but for every single person. Every person that's aspiring to build their business based on platforms, because platforms is the thing right now. It's one of the quickest ways to a large, to a high level of success, whether you're selling gadgets online, whether you're selling services online, you know, whether you're uh, uh, just a, uh, an influencer or a motivational speaker or uh, uh, whatever it is, a musician, an artist, an actor, whatever it is, the platforms is where it's at. But then, well, what platform? You need to get with a platform that's on the same frequency as you. Most of the people that Kanye was on the, their platform, they wouldn't even let him come over to eat dinner at their house. You never get an invite to come to eat dinner at these people. Not that he would want to, but I'm just saying, these people don't really care about him. They only care about how much money he can bring them. You see what Adidas did. Now they're going to sell the Kanye shoes without, the, without his name on it. It's just going to be his styles. I guess they had that in the contract too. You see? You see how they pimped? <laughs> They pimp, man. It's just a pimp game. It's just a pimp game. I have my own shoes. 
So if I have my own shoes, I know he can get his own shoes. I got the Compendium of the Emerald Tablet shoes, and I got the Forbidden Knowledge shoes. I even have the High Top Cobras, the Forbidden Knowledge Cobra. If I can do that, he can definitely do it. So, guys, we have to learn our lesson, man. We have to learn our lesson. With these companies, when you look at the people that control this world and uh, are destroying the planet, you look into, let's go backwards. Let's look into the ghetto first. What do you find? You find minorities fighting over resources, which causes, uh, first of all, the reason why they're fighting for resources is because of um, uh, of uh, economic exclusion, uh, bad institutions that set up, financial institutions that set up the, the ghettos for failure. Uh, we're talking about racism that exists in finance still to this day, in real estate still to this day, on a, on a, in a large scale way, not small scale, large scale, and all the economic oppression that happens in these inner cities. It sets us up to be on our own internal little tiny battleground. So what we do, we battle for our resources in our own little areas. That's what's happening. But let's look at the bigger picture. Who is running the planet? Who is on the, the head CEOs of the largest corporations in the world that do things like dump toxic waste into oceans and rivers? And they actually filed a document to do it. I saw the other day that Tesla had filed a document looking to uh, dump so many millions of gallons of uh, toxic waste that had been treated, though, into the Colorado River. Who is, uh, you know, powering these corporations that is all based on lithium production, which is using forced child labor mines in other countries to make these chips and these batteries so that people can have these these devices because even though there's other ways to make batteries, no, we want to do the lithium thing because it's dirt cheap and we can get slaves to get the lithium for us. We don't care if these kids break their necks and backs every single day. Who owns these companies? Who are the people that are running the companies in the world that lobby to the poly tricksters in the government and give them multi-millions of dollars to get them to make laws that allow them to break laws because now those broken laws are now legal. Meanwhile, the actual civilian is uh, the one that's most affected by it. So they create laws that should be illegal, like poisoning our food, putting chemicals in our food, putting... Uh, you know, uh, pesticides and, and, and GMOs, in our, you know, using GMO seeds, which is giving us cancer and all this kind of stuff. Who's running these companies? I'm just asking a question. Who's running these companies? I, I haven't. I just know that I, it's not run by black people. <laughs> I know that black people are, you know, we have our own thing that we go through in the hood, uh, you know, inner city stuff, petty stuff. But who's the real gangsters? Who's the real mobsters that exist on this planet? Who was the real hardcore gangsters that have manipulated the system in a way where they don't have to walk around with gang signs and a gun or they can kill millions of people every single day? Who are the people that make the order to send missiles and bombs and drone strikes 
to other countries to blow up, use a $5 million weapon to blow up a guy on a camel with a $5 tent. Who, 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 who's making these orders? Who's doing this? Who are these companies and who are these people making these orders that go around the world and kill and destroy and poison human beings nonstop? Until we wake up and realize what's really going on out here, we're going to continue to be the victims. And we're going to cry victim, victim, victim nonstop. I'm sick and tired of being a victim. (laughs) I'm sick and tired of being a victim. People say, why do you keep doing all this stuff? How come you keep making new things? It's a lot. How do you? Because I don't want to be the victim. I don't want to be the victim. I don't want to be the person that's running around, you know, doing these interviews, getting exposed because like they're pissing me off and making me say stuff in a way that looks like I'm erratic and I'm having erratic behavior. What I want is I want to be able to say, this didn't work out. It was on me. Let me try again. Let me do better next time. That's what I want to be able to do. And that way I have an easy life. So at every turn you see with me, what do you see? I'm creating everything in my whole life, in my whole reality tunnel, whatever I can control, I'm creating for myself, period. And everyone should be doing the same exact thing. And if you can't create something for yourself, you need to link up with people that are creating something that you believe in, that you want to be a part of and link up with that and build with that together and stop relying on these platforms. Stop relying on these other companies and corporations because at the end of the day, those are the people that are destroying the entire planet. Those are the people that are keeping everyone on the planet poisoned and sick and dying. Those are the people. That's what they're doing. They're killing everybody. The people that run these big corporations, they're literally killing everyone. They're suppressing everyone. They're oppressing everyone. They are. It is what it is. I'm not I'm not saying something that nobody don't know. I just haven't seen any black people on the heads of these corporations or I haven't seen a person at the head of a lot of these military strikes making the ultimate decision to pull a button. You know, I don't see a black person uh you know making a decision to want to launch a nuclear weapon over there in in Europe right now. But what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine and all this crazy fighting they got going on over some stupidity over a couple of dollars? You know, I, I don't know. America has gone to every third world country under the auspices of bringing democracy to the country. And what they do is they just blow the country up, turn it to dust and steal all their resources, put in a puppet dictator and put a central bank in. That's what's going on. But who's doing that? <laughs> it ain't us. And so this is not a divide and conquer talk. This is a reality talk. Like people out there need to start realizing, like, wait a minute, you know what? Why are we afraid of black people so much? Black people haven't even tried to take over the country. Black people haven't even tried to take over this country. After everything that's been done to us, after all the 
the, the raping and the beating and the murdering and the killing and the poisoning and the oppression and the suppression of everything that's been done from everything from financial to physical, everything that's been done, we haven't tried to take over this country. We haven't tried to uh, have a coup. We haven't tried to go up against the military. We haven't tried to assassinate presidents. You know why? Because in true reality, black people are one of the most loving people on the planet, period. We try to really get along with everybody. We really do love everybody. It really is the truth. If you cool, man, you cool with us, man, you just cool. That's it. We don't care, man. We love everybody. The problem that we have is we're too loving and it makes us a little bit gullible. And people see that and they take advantage. Outsiders, they see that and they go, you know what? Yeah, we can manipulate these people because they're a little too, they're a little bit too happy-go-lucky. We still have that indigenous nature about us. We still have that same nature that happened when outsiders came to different lands that we were inhabiting and we came to give them a helping hand and they gave us rape, murder, killing and enforced a religion on us, which is still got people by it by a noose till this very day. People still calling on Jesus name right now all over Instagram and Facebook. When anything happened, they still don't realize the whole that they're all they're doing is spilling out a curse when they speak those words. On their own, on their own life, and they really got brainwashed and convinced that it's actually helping somebody. They actually helping themselves. They actually think they're doing a good thing. In reality, it's just a big fraud and a big scam that was laid upon and beat and raped into us. And so we have the situation where we just been too nice, and we're going to continue to be nice because that's the kind of nature of people we are. You know, we're just good natured people. It's just a fact. Black people are just really good natured people, loving people. Now, you put us in a in a in a situation in in an economic uh, oppressed area and uh, put us in a situation where the water is no good. It's poisoning our brains. The food is no good because we can't afford the other stuff. So we're eating poison all day. This is going into our embryos, not to mention all the epigenetic memories that we have stored in our bodies from our 15 to 20 years ago from ancestors, right? All the slavery times and everything else is in our bodies right now, giving us different feelings of depression and, and unworthiness and all of that kind of stuff. Then you throw in the fake religion that's been beaten, raped into us. Then you throw in all the economic oppression and all the, uh, all the, uh, you know, the, the, the unfairness that happens with uh, jobs and everything else. The income is totally different from the income of the other people, right? The average income is way lower. Two people, same qualification, same job, less income. And if you're a woman and a minority, it's double as less. Double. So, I mean, look at the WNBA player. The top WNBA player makes $240,000, but the mascot for like an NBA team makes $600,000 a year. A guy jumping around in a freaking clown suit makes 600000 And the top most talented woman in the world, in one of the toughest sports in the world, makes 250000 If that don't give you an answer right there, you already know what color she is. So 
we have to we have to do we have to find a way on this planet to come to an understanding you know i'm talking about, i'm talking to minorities right now man stop relying on these people man you know when i got into when i first got into the music industry and i first started you know messing around with music i had all these you know big plans i'm going to contact this one to contact that one to contact because i had some contacts and the doors kept getting slammed in my face and i was like wow <laughs> i thought we had you know and now in hindsight i look back and i go you know what i'm glad that happened because it forced me to make my own thing it forced me to do it myself it forced me to wear multiple hats it forced me to do it and i took on the challenge and i became fairly successful at it I mean, I know artists right now who are probably more talented than me, producers way more talented than me, but they have nothing in distribution. I mean, absolutely nothing. I've got license deals, music and TVs and documentaries and shows. And uh, I walked into a, a, a department store one day and my music was playing in a department store. Just random like that, you know. But what did I do? I decided to, to I realized early on, you got to have your own stuff. Because look at the history of what they've done to us. Look at the history. You don't see anybody standing up for the oppressed black race. You'll see every other race that has had a little situation in the past. They'll get reparations. They'll get honored. They'll get, um, you know, these uh, lands given to them in different parts of the world. Uh, the government truthfully and and deeply regrets and apologizes and and all of that kind of stuff, and then they get a certain status with that where you can't talk about them, otherwise you're ostracized. And there's nothing wrong with that. I actually agree with that. But what what's not fair is black people have been um, downtrodden and beat down in the boot on the neck the most. Even with the police brutality, which is totally off the chains. Look at the amount of the population in the police, in the prisons that are black. And let me tell you something. 40% of those people are innocent. Are innocent. And out of the other 60% of those people that are in there that are black, that are locked up, 50% uh, of those, so 30% of the, of, of the 50% uh, of the 60, you know, is uh, they're locked up on victimless crimes. They hurt no one. They did nothing to no one but their own self. There's people right now doing 30 and 40 years over marijuana. But look what they're selling now everywhere. And who's running these big multi-billion dollar marijuana companies? Who, who's, who's approved the laws for these marijuana companies so that they can get the licenses to sell the marijuana? Meanwhile, in the same state that they're now selling the marijuana, people of color are locked up and in jail for selling the same plant. You got people locked up for being florists, for growing plants and selling plants. If they smoke it, that's on them. I mean, heck, I can grow roses outside of my house right now and sell roses. If I sell the roses to a person that wants to light them on fire and inhale the, the scent of the rose. So what? It's a plant. It's not even artificial. It's something that grew out of the ground. So we see what they do. We see how they operate. We have billionaires in the marijuana industry and black people locked up for marijuana. 
haven't been freed yet. They should have been out the same day they proved it. Everyone should have been let, freed. They should have been let go. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. So the same level that, of, that, that their races get in, of approval and justification for the atrocities that happened to them, we need to be getting the same level. We don't need a Martin Luther King Street where when you go to Martin Luther King Street in every city, it's the ghetto. You're afraid to even get out of your car. You know what I'm saying? We don't need a Black History Month in the shortest month of the year, February. We don't need that. We don't need uh, schools now trying to stop the teaching of real history of America and how America was built on the backs of black slaves. We don't need to hide that information from anybody. It needs to be known. The past needs to be known so we don't make the same mistake in the future. You don't hide and sweep things under the rug just to save somebody's emotions. No, you let them know what happened so they can realize we got to find a better way. Still to this day, no reparations are paid to any black people in America for what has happened, the atrocities that have happened in the past and are still currently happening today. Today. My own father was beat to death by cops. He didn't die the same day of the beating, but as a result of the broken back and the concussions, he died. A 74-year-old man that weighed about 110 pounds soaking wet at a concert in the front row having a great time because someone, one of the others, made a phone call to 911. We have the 911 tapes because we had to go to court for this and we won and said that there was a black vagrant drunk harassing people in the front row just because this person was jealous that they didn't have a front row seat. Four cops came in and beat my father almost to death in front of all those people, which eventually he died anyway. He ended up having, um, it was over a hundred seizures within like four or five hours, which erased his brain. Erased it. And for me, you know, having to pull the plug, having to make the decision to pull the plug first on my mother and then because of toxic, toxic foods, that she was eating, which is the stuff that they sell at the store owned by the corporations and who runs those corporations. It wasn't black people. I had to make the decision to pull the plug on my mother. And then guess what I had to do? Turn around 11 years later and I had to make a decision to pull the plug on my own father. Why? Because these people, they don't care about us in a lot of ways. And black people will still love you. We still love you. We'll still hang out with you. We'll parlay and break bread with you and everything else. It's not because we want acceptance. It's just we're just good people. We're just good people, period, point blank. As a whole, we're good people. And so, you know, it's just one of these things, man. When are we going to get some type of representation? When are we going to get taken care of? This is why a president like Obama, to me, was one of the worst presidents to ever exist on this planet. And I mean the absolute worst. Obama ran and was a senator in Chicago. And then during his time in Chicago, he did nothing to reduce the crime rate in Chicago as a senator. Becomes a president. He has now the world's ear. 
He doesn't tell people to stop fighting. He doesn't put in things in place to um, to redevelop the under underprivileged areas. He doesn't do anything about police brutality. In the height of the police brutality, which at that height of the police brutality during his reign as president, more black men were killed by cops than than in the Willie Lynch era. He still owns that record today. It's a bad record to have as a president. And during the height of that killing and slaughtering that was going on of unarmed black people, he decided to have a LBGTQ celebration at the White House and and have the White House lit up with uh, rainbow lights. I have nothing against that. I'm just saying his focus was on that instead of focusing on uh, fixing the culture of the situation with the police departments and the, uh, the racism that exists. I have a police brutality account, and every single day it feeds that account with all the situations going on. And I'll tell you, we have a severe racism problem in the police department across America. I would uh, assume to say about 70% of policemen are racist. And we have the text messages, we have their emails, we have all the stuff that they've done and said. We have their audio tapes, which get posted all the time. You've seen them. Racial slurs after racial slur. We want to kill them. We want to take them out. We want to hunt them down. And it's what we have to live with every single day. You know, and then we got to turn around and we got to see Kanye West's face all over the place. Everywhere we turn, we got to see Kanye West's face. What's interesting is a lot of these um, accounts that are reporting the news on him, I'm wondering who owns these accounts because, boy, they get the information so fast. It's like they get it instantaneously. I'm like, how do you know Balenciaga just canceled this deal? I mean, how are you getting this information that fast? Who are these people? Who in the heck are these people? They get the information immediately. They can't wait to get it out because we're going to give them likes and views and followers. I'm telling you, man. I have a lot of optimism for humanity. I really do. Those of you who follow my work and follow my accounts, you know I do that. I have a lot of optimism. But I'm telling you, man, we have a lot of work to do as a species on this planet. A lot of work to do. We're still caught up with the skin of a person. We're still caught up with, um, you know, I'm better than you and you're better than me and all this kind of stuff. It just, at some point, man, it just really hasn't come to an end. I mean, it's just, just it, there's no way to ascend to a higher level of a civilization uh, w- without getting rid of these these things that are just, to me, really petty. Like, really petty. If I travel from this planet right now to another planet, when I show up at that planet to meet the people there for the first time, we're going to try to establish some type of communication. Ultimately, they're going to ask me in some way, shape, or form, where am I from? I'm not going to say, well, I'm from Miami, Florida, in a city named Opelika, and I'm a black man. I'm just going to say I'm an earthling. I'm from Earth. That's it. If you can just understand that one statement, I'm an earthling, then this whole conversation I had tonight was worth it. An earthling. Okay. Um, you know, and, and as I look here, 
I see somebody who's making, I think the Quran was meant for humanity to reach its highest potential. I apologize and I don't want to offend you, man, but the Quran is not set to reach the highest potential of man. And the reason why the Quran is not set for man to reach its highest potential is because the Quran oppresses women. The culture that is heavily involved in the Quran, their women are heavily, 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 heavily oppressed. I just came back from Egypt. A woman was trying to sell me something and she couldn't even look me in the eye or she'd be beat by her husband. If she gets somebody reports and goes, hey, uh, she just looked at this man in the eye. She would be, be beaten when she gets home. Women are not are, women are treated as things, not human beings in that religion. They're treated as absolute things, not human beings. They don't have rights. They don't have. Uh, you see what's going on in Iran. You see what's going on. Come on. Y'all see what's going on. Don't get caught up in these religions, Islam and Christianity and all this other stuff. Stop it. Focus on working on yourself. That's the best thing you can do. If you can take any advice from me at all, take those religious books and burn them. Burn them. And then the next thing you do is take out a piece of paper and a pen and write down, draw a line right down the middle. And on this side, write down all the good attributes about yourself. And on the other side, write down all the bad attributes about yourself. And trust me, you know what the bad attributes are about yourself are because why? Because you're you and you're inside of yourself and you know exactly what you're up to behind the scenes. So be honest with yourself. Don't play the game. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Come on now. Write down exactly what's going on with you. Good and bad. Now, when you get done doing that, you're going to say, okay, wow, well, at least I feel like I've got these good attributes. This is pretty good. Now, how can I build on these attributes? How can I become better? And on the other side, your negative attributes, the bad things about you, you need to start analyzing those bad things. And figuring out figuring out why you do them and why you're thinking that way and why you're acting out in those in those areas. And then trace back your source to your trauma in your life and things that you've been holding on to. Find a way to release that. Find a way to do the shadow work on yourself. And then start working on fixing those things, becoming a better person that are negative about yourself. You don't need a Quran. You don't need a Bible. You don't need to call on Jesus. You don't need to call on God. Won't he do it? You don't need none of that stuff. You know what you need? You need to be honest with yourself and take responsibility for your own actions. And when you do that and start loving people the right way as equal people, then you will become a walking God on this planet and you'll be able to walk in your own true power and stop giving all your power away to these fake entities and these other people out here, out here like poly tricksters. That's what you should be doing. I don't want to insult you because I love you, but I'm telling you this because I love you. The Quran and the Bible and all that stuff is absolute garbage. It just is what it is. More people on this planet have been killed over religious beliefs than any other reason. The Quran is not helping mankind seek the highest potential because if you look at the history of Egypt, why do Egyptians don't speak Egyptian? Why? How come Egyptians don't speak Egyptian? What is the history of Arabs in Egypt? The Arabs invaded Egypt and slaughtered millions of Egyptians. 
And then they subjugated them and forced them to speak Arabic. They killed millions of them because they didn't believe in their God. You think that's bringing peace and love and ascension to the world? That's the same stuff the Catholic Church did. This is why Egyptians don't even know Egyptian. They only speak Arabic and they teach that's what they learn in school because they were beaten and raped and murdered into speaking it. So there's no love in the Quran, period, in my personal opinion. Zero. It just is what God, I'm forbidden. I'm gonna be honest with you now. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat. That don't mean I don't love you. I'm telling you, telling you this because I do love you. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's garbage, it's hatred, it's oppression and suppression of women. The reason why this planet is in the shape that it's in right now is because 98% of the people that run these corporations and these militaries are men. That's the biggest problem we have. We don't have any more balance. We don't have any more balance on this planet. We have no feminine energy being injected in the level that it needs to be to balance out the masculine energy. So this planet is being run like a giant bachelor pad. That's exactly what's going on. You're witnessing it every single day. You're witnessing it every single day. Men in $10,000 suits sending broke, poor children halfway around the world in military gear to kill other people that are also broke and poor. And they do it because they got the orders. And then they thank God for America and all this other kind of crazy stuff. You see the brainwashing and the, it just, it blows me away to witness this stuff. It really blows me away to witness it. I mean, sometimes I just have to, I almost rub my eyes out trying to figure out if I'm really seeing and hearing what I'm seeing and hearing. The dogma is too real. The dogma is so real. You'll fly halfway around the world to kill a man on a camel so you can get an education in America. And then when you get back after killing that man on a camel and it destroyed your whole conscience, you, you commit suicide. 21 to 30 veterans from the United States military commit suicide every single day since 2021. Uh, 2001. We're talking about over 300,000 suicides. You think that's just a mistake? You think they're just killing themselves because they just, you know, it's just a coincidence that all the veterans are kill, committing suicide? It's their conscience. They finally woke up and realized they got scammed. They got hoodwinked. They got pimped by rich people. There's no, there's nobody out there fighting to keep America free. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? When these people say, you know, I thank you for your service. You kept us free. Killing a guy in a freaking desert halfway around the world is not keeping me free. I'm sorry. It's not keeping me free. What it's doing is it's making rich people richer. Halliburton makes $38 billion off of blowing up everybody in Iraq. They form a company called Halliburton, which all these elites, including Dick Cheney, Obama's cousin, sits on the board of. They chop that cash up. The cleanup company it's supposed to be going there to clean up the area. They build like a couple of gas stations for like $20 million and a couple of houses for like $15, $20 million a piece and chop up the rest of the billions of dollars. Y'all don't know the pimp game. The real gangsters are not in the Chicago. Those ain't gangsters. The real gangsters ain't in L.A. Those guys ain't gangsters. The Bloods and the Crips and all that, those guys are not gangsters, man. 
The real gangsters are in the government. The real gangsters are at the heads of these corporations. The same ones that got Kanye West canceled. Those are the gangsters. Those are the real gangsters that exist. Those guys are deadly. Make no mistake about it. They got everybody out here pimped. And they keep you wrapped up in their religion and wrapped up in the politics and wrapped up in the military and wrapped up, got you worshiping flags. I pledge allegiance. I ain't pledging allegiance even when I was a kid. Listen, my sister, my brother will tell you I wouldn't pledge no allegiance to nothing, period. As a kid, I knew it was fake. I'm not giving my allegiance to no flag, no doggone piece of material. I'm pledging to myself. I pledge allegiance to my own consciousness. I've been like that since I was a kid. I remember I laughed at my mom. We were were watching the election. This is back when Jimmy Carter was going in. Yeah, I'm aging myself now. Jimmy Carter, president. My mom said, what are you laughing at? We were watching this election stuff on the TV, the, 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 the debate or whatever the hell it was. And I said, how long are the adults going to fall for this scam? She's like, she said, what are you talking about, son? I said, this scam, this election scam you guys got going on. How long are y'all going to fall for this? She said, what do you mean? I said, we living in the hood. It was the same then. It's going to be the same tomorrow and the next day. And guess what? I went down there a few months ago. It's even worse. And we've had Carter. Uh, we had Reagan, Bush Sr. Uh, who else we had? Bush Jr., Obama. Uh, I mean, it just keeps on going. Trump, Biden. I mean, I, 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 got, I lived through a whole bunch of presidents, guys. And guess what? The hood is still shitty. The hood looks the same. It ain't changed. Come on, man. We got to stop. <laughs> y'all got me up. This is really was a rant today. Y'all pumped me up. I ain't gonna lie. Anyway, Clinton. Don't, don't forget about Clinton, too. I forgot about Clinton. They call him the black president. Clinton, his, his, listen, his crime bills locked up more black people than any other president in history for victimless crimes. And people still running around here celebrating Clinton. Are you got to be kidding me? Besides the fact that him and his wife are the craziest people on this planet. They killed so many people, it ain't even funny. Those people are straight hitters. Those are straight hitters right there. Research them. Over 200 people acquainted with them are dead. They gone. Those people are straight hitters. And, and people worshiping Clinton and all these damn people. These people don't care about you, man. These corporations and these platforms that we get on to make our money, they don't care about us. They only care about what we can do for them at that moment. And when they get good and ready, they'll rip the rug right from under you. And there's nothing you can do about it except start your own platform. Create your own platforms. Build your own networks. Stop relying on the system. Stop. If you become a billionaire on these platforms, you're not really a billionaire. It's an illusion. Doesn't exist. You're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. Kanye, I love you. I hope you do better. I hope you find a way to sort this all out and build your own. Open your own bank. It don't cost that much money. Open your own clothing store. Stores, plural. Create it online, virtual, whatever you want. I'm I'm pretty sure people will support you. Create your own music distribution network. Don't put your music 
on anyone else's network for distribution. Create your own from scratch. It's easy. It ain't that hard. Nothing but paperwork and a little bit of money. Put your music on your own network. Own everything you have. Stop giving everything away. Stop letting the energy vampires rob you and steal from you. They're sucking the life out of you. Create your own stuff. Guys, I got to go eat dinner. All right. Thanks for hopping on. I appreciate you guys. I love you. Thanks for listening to my rant. And uh, I'll be back on here. Oh, by the way, I can't go yet. Real quick, real quick. Don't don't go yet. I got to show you something. This right here is a poster. It's about 48 inches by 60. It's a pretty big poster. Um, It is a uh, movie poster. The Black Knight Satellite. One of the original movie posters I have for the Black Knight Satellite. I'm going to be giving this away. Okay? I'm giving it away. I'm going to type the phone number in right here. In the uh, chat, you have to text the text me here, 954-245. Let me get it up here. Let me sure I get the right number in here. I don't want to mess this up. Before I go, guys, this is important. I'm going to start, start my giveaways again. 0086. 954-245-0086. Text hashtag black night. Two K's in there. Black night. I just dropped it in the chat. All right. Hashtag black night. 954-245-0086. Text hashtag black night. Oh, yeah. Somebody says, don't forget what, what he did to Haiti. Clinton did to Haiti. Yeah, you're right. Clinton and his wife, man. First of all, I know somebody right now. Personally, I know this guy for over 25 years. He saved one of those kids from Haiti. Uh, they they were doing illegal adoptions through the Clinton Foundation. They were literally selling kids for money. He actually got one and saved and raised this kid himself. Good friend of mine. Um, but they were selling kids over there. They took all that money from that earthquake that happened in, in Haiti. The Clintons did. The Clinton Foundation Billions of dollars were donated to Haiti, and the money was run through their nonprofit. They had gotten the rights to do that. That money never made it to Haiti. They took all that money and refunneled it through other smaller nonprofits and cleaned out the bank. Money never got to Haiti. They scammed and took all that money. Billions of dollars. Him, the Clintons and their friends chopped it all up. Chopped it up. They helped destroy Haiti even more. And not to mention the amount of kids they sold illegally, trafficking human beings. Crazy stuff. Anyway, guys, I'm going to put it in here again. 954-245-0086. Text hashtag Black Knight. Two Ks are in there. B-L-A-C-K-K-N-I-G-H-T. I will ship this to you at my own expense if you win it. It's a Black Knight documentary, movie poster, the original first one that I ever made for the movie years ago when I first started working on it. I made this because I knew I was going to manifest it. Uh, So you text hashtag Black Knight to 954-245-0086. Somebody randomly will be selected. We will text you back and uh, get your shipping address and everything else, and we will pay to ship it out, pay all the shipping costs for you. Uh, We just ask that once you get it, you come at least on an Instagram live or something or post a picture of you standing with it so we can put it up on our forbidden 
Forbidden Giveaways Instagram account. All right. Appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Send that text message. All right. And I'll see you later. I got to go get some dinner. Peace. This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one year anniversary. That's right. One year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30 day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30 days free. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today.